Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. It's your boys back for, uh, what are we on the several other week thing? I don't think we intend to go every other week. I think that we are, uh, it just naturally falls that way because of uh, work schedule and landscaping. But uh, with the uh, feels like 21 degrees, Matt, are you landscaping today or no. uh, is this going to be an indoor day for, uh, for our, our old buddy Famer? No, I'll be, yes, I'll be staying in as much as possible. I do need to do some automobile maintenance, but other than that, um, yeah, we're, we're keeping it indoors today as much as possible. We're kind of officially in, it's Halloween, so it has to be, you know, or close to it, so it has to be freezing and, you know, rainy and garbage. Yeah, before we get into uh, today's topic, man, what what do your days off look like? Because you, you're on a, a, a not, I'm going to call it a non-traditional schedule. This is the right. first time probably uh, in your adult life that you've not been on a Monday through Friday kind of, you know, day type schedule as a, as a school teacher. Now you're working Tuesday through Saturday, uh, yeah. seven, to, seven to three 30 all uh, on those days. So, um, so what's that like, you know, kind of the trade-off of having like that Monday off versus do you feel like you're missing stuff on Saturdays, like with the kids activities or kind of what's, um, I have, How's that adjustment been? Yeah, I have so far, you know, which has been wonderful. I haven't missed a ton, you know, by doing it because, you know, if anything, the only thing I would really miss would have been Tanner's soccer. Um, but he, since now playing high school, he's been doing everything during the week. Right. So and it's always kind of after my schedule. Um, and after I'm off of work anyway. So yeah, that's been working out good. Now, after he's done and now we're into club soccer, there'll be a little bit different. And I think there will be times where I'll miss a little bit. Um, and that, and that isn't great, you know, and that is kind of a bummer. And I've, I've felt it probably, I thought about it yesterday that it is kind of, I'm starting to feel that like one less day, you know, where the kids and the family are around and it feels, and I, don't, I don't love that. It's probably the only downside um i really like saturday you know at my work i think most places if there is these type of schedules um not all places but at least where i work it is very kind of um it's kind of a smaller crew and it's a little less kind of hectic around the place um the traffic is great right so if you have any kind of commute saturday is like you know it's almost like a day off from traffic right which is weirdly one of the kind of the main stresses i have now um is just you know playing around with traffic if it's bad in the morning so saturdays are dope so yeah i i really what part of the city is your uh south um south um kind of grandview beltonish area so yeah it's a it's a little bit of a commute you know it ends up being probably about 10 minutes longer than i had before you know so it's about right at a half hour and gotcha. and the traffic the traffic has been you know varying you know but it hasn't been terrible but it's been worse and worse kind of recently just as you know anytime it rains or any type of kind of even close to inclement weather the world becomes very bad at driving yeah i um i've been coming so i i hit my commute i can take either two routes and they're Mm -hmm. roughly a minute apart 
So like I would check the Google Maps before I um I always check Google Maps before I got I, to. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, man, I don't know if you can hear this, but um, you know, I'm in my office and they are cleaning the windows. So there's a bunch of like clatter and uh I really can't. Yeah, so well, far. I'm, yeah, it's just it's distracting when all of a sudden like something crashes into the window. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so that part uh, of the cleaning crashing you know, into yeah, it. How far up are you? Are you in an up upper office? Uh, yeah, 16th floor. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Are they okay? Like, should we be checking on them? It's it's their ropes and, you know, it's Buddy that, you know, he comes down the rope and, you know, cleans the, uh, cleans the windows. I've always been fascinated by that job. What a really, and so he's 16 floors up right now. Can we talk? Could you reach out and talk to him? Maybe we can get him live on the air. Is this a bad idea? They don't, uh, what they don't do is they don't let the windows open anymore. Yeah, that's. For many reasons, sadly, like we probably don't want to go into. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, with the with some of the surprising results over the, over this weekend with football, like exactly, you, you right. can't let the windows open. So let's, I mean, let's talk about some of our surprising results. So yeah, let's just of- let's just dive into it, man. Kansas Sporting City football, Kansas City, Kansas City Kansas- football, Sporting Kansas City, Sporting Kansas City, big win, surprising result. Surprising result. Honestly, very surprising. We had been taking the beats um, from our new uh, rival that we have now. St. Louis um, just got their new franchise and they've been really, really good. So they've had like historically good, you know, new franchise, um, you know, year. And we went down there and put the beats on them. So we are up one. It's like a three game series. So we are up one against them. We'll come back home um this sunday so yeah big surprise for kansas city football Kansas city football um, yesterday big win aggregate, big aggregate scoring in that one right it isn't actually so oh. they have now so you know that's why i got soccer, you here soccer can't really keep um can't figure out what rules they want to go by and so for this in particular series and this first round of the playoffs it is not so it's it's a three game series winner takes all like two you know two two out of three and each game goes straight to PK. So you can have no ties. Um, I think. So no, no overtime. We play 90. If we're tied. Correct. Correct. And I think, I think I like it, which is I'm typically tend to be a soccer purist and kind of like, I don't like tinkering around with the rules a ton because I like the game and I think it's weird, you know, like to change the game. It's a good game, you know, but I, I think it's better for a couple reasons. It's always been in those three game series and every sport is a little bit like this. If you have, whether it's baseball, whether it's any kind of series, NBA, same story where the first few series, especially the first game is very kind of feel each other out. No one wants to make a big mistake, you know, and no one wants to get routed. You know, you just kind of, you're figuring each other out type games and they end up being not that great at games potentially. And so that's what's definitely happened in soccer. So because it was such a huge, you know, swing, if you lost the first game when it was aggregate, right, it becomes so hard to, to come back. And so people played really tight. People accepted draws early on just to know they go, they go, hey, we're still alive, both teams. And so I think for that reason, it's better. 
And so I'm excited to see how this series goes. And this is how they did. They did an in, inner season tournament, which I know the NBA is trying this year, which I think is really cool. I'm, I'm excited for the I didn't think we'd be talking NBA today, but um, they're doing. A, am I right about this? Yeah. Doing an yeah. In, tournament. Yeah. We've got a uh, in season tournament in the NBA. Which is a soccer thing, essentially. I'm just going to say, I'll just throw that out there. I know I always take it to there. Um, but, you know, that's something that's always been a thing in Premier League, been a, a thing now in MLS, you know. So I think it's a great idea. It gives you a fun little chance to have some success for teams that maybe essentially don't, you know, like have much of a chance, you know. It gives them a fresh start on a season and gives you a, a chance to win <laughs> a trophy i mean it's never going to be the nba finals you know but it's also a, a cool little thing and it gives it kind of the march madness feel you know um too so that's exciting so yeah that that happened Kansas city football is on the rise um yeah yeah i didn't hear a word you said because dude is like literally outside my office right now like if these windows opened i would be able to talk to him um i, I mean this is just it's absolutely fascinating um i can't I can't believe that you're can right. I would be so distracted. I can't. I totally understand because this is just a a horrifyingly scary job to me. Like I'm not super scared of heights, but I'm enough that that I'm not dangling off no 16 story window. Yeah, man. They're you know they just kind of uh, they just kind of move themselves down. Like he's, pros, 30, he's 30 like 20. repelling. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have a. Uh, what do you What do you call that? Uh, no, like no a, platform. No, no they're platform. On rope. They're on a rope. Man, they're on a rope with a uh, a suction cup thing. That that's what uh, they. What if What if we put somebody, up a sign? What if you put up a sign that said, "Hey, we want to. We're on air right now. Two C. The famous two C's of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a sign. Give us a thumbs up. We're just so appreciative of you and your job. Man, that's a long sign. And so appreciative that I now my windows are so much cleaner. I can see. Were, were they dirty though? That's the other thing. Do they get dirty up there? They do. I mean, there? yeah. There's there's rain, and you know oh. they, they do get dirty. I mean, this building's basically all glass on the outside. So it. Um, but you know, it's kind of one of those things, man. Window washing is like of all the chores around the house. Like that's just the one where you're like, let's wash the windows so that two days later it rains like i don't know man it's you gotta do it but it's yeah anyway like a tough job and and it'd be very it's kind of aesthetically pleasing but boy it just it, yeah it's completely over before you know it and you put all that work in so uh well they're gone now um okay. it'll okay. just be there it'll just be the rope moving he went slowly down right the rope's still there he, there was no falling yeah, just yeah. no no, no. The, rope, the rope's still there um so we're, we're we're good on that um well should we move on to other kansas city football teams other local football teams yeah yes. let's talk about that um i mean you know we there was a uh, a generational win something that had not occurred I, I believe you know seemingly in our lifetime yeah that i mean it'd been so long since this had taken place that i i don't know i i was a fresh baby face probably 30 something year old uh, yeah. but uh, the uh, the University of Kansas beat Oklahoma right. oh my gosh congratulations you know, to Lance Leipold Lance Leipold is doing some work over there with the, the fighting Jayhawks they are waving the wheat <laughs> what? 
Whatever that means. Again, <laughs> this is a terrible. I'm sorry. We're trying to give flowers out to Kansas, and we do, and it's a weird feeling to do this. And I don't. I don't. It's you know, rooting for Kansas football is to me. They've just been so bad for so long. It's okay as a Missouri resident to do you know or like I don't not that upset it's not Kansas basketball who I still you know we were talking about in the green room before the show um you know a little bit of just kind of giving up hating Kansas basketball because it's just you know well I think the the hard thing about college rivalries anymore is that they're just not the same like players are players different they're in different conferences. Um, you know, once once teams started bouncing, jumping to this conference or that conference, uh, conference, conference realignment, conference, um, you know, where like the Big 12 takes on the uh, Southwest Conference. Now you're the Big 12. And then, you know, and, and really it was kind of like wow. and the team started leaving the Big 12. And, you know, really once it once it started being like you had teams like West Virginia in, in the Big 12, like nothing says rivalry like an eight hour flight. There currently is a there's currently what Central Florida is also a big. 12 yeah, I mean, uh, the Big 12 has Cincinnati. They have Central Florida. Uh, I think Colorado next- came back. Colorado, well, Colorado actually was a big eight member. So you kind of go, all right, well, that's fair. Well, you Colorado know? was a big eight member, big 12 member. And then they went to the uh, the Pac-10 or Pac-12 or the Pac-24, whatever they are. And then the Pac-24 <laughs> <laughs> dissolved completely. And then, but the injury is a dumb thing. Like they probably just need to just stop. Just say, hey, you just schedule whoever, man, whatever. Let's just, let's stop this. We've got this playoff system now that essentially no one cares about conference championships. Do they? I mean, do they? Like, maybe I'm not a college expert, but like. You know, since we, uh, since we've talked about football and sporting Kansas City. And how everything else, you know, kind of tends to uh, perhaps steal some of uh, some of their ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you you told me a few weeks ago that the skull chant was stolen from a, a soccer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that college football should just steal the relegation and the the divisions. Ah. Like like Alabama, like Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. USC the the well not USC this year because they they've already lost but the perennial like I think relegation should be a thing in college football I think but you should like play a division. Premier League Premier yeah. League setup essentially yeah. where you and then you kind of there does have to be that first year of going okay this is our teams this is whether it be tradition whether it be last year's record whatever it is you put them into right that premier league situation and then there's a championship underneath them and there's right there's other you know and i i i, I love that idea I, I think because that's essentially what kind of happens anyway right there's always like a utah or some like team that maybe you know what was it the blue turf team what was the blue turf team boise state boise state sure <laughs> you know where you you would think of them as teams who maybe aren't always in the Premier League, but they get good. They have a good recruiting class. They get in the mix, and then yeah, maybe they push for a title, a playoff. But they shouldn't always be there because then there's a couple years where they're like, right, you know, they're not Alabama, they're not Texas, 
you know, those teams. So, yeah, that's an interesting um, theory. I like that. That's well, really- the thing is, is like once you kind of once you kind of got outside of the big eight or the big 10, like it was all regional. It was regional stuff. I mean, you're talking about a two hour drive. A four-hour drive, you know, like which is good because you had a pretty well because you also pretended back then it was about ath- or you know education as well, sure. like you know. Yeah. Now let's just you know but the, stop pretending. <laughs> I, I guess the thing is, is like if you think about like let's go traditional Big Eight. Okay, so you you had Kansas, Kansas State, Missouri, Iowa State, um, Oklahoma, no. Texas or uh, Colorado, Nebraska. And who am I leaving out? I'm leaving somebody out. But was it? Did I say Colorado? Maybe I don't know. Anyway, I'm leaving. I'm leaving somebody out. But the thing is, is like outside of like Colorado, all of those teams were within an hour or two. Like you could get you get to Ames in three hours. You can get feasibly drive them. Like you could drive them, especially in college athletics. You know, it's okay. Just load the team up and put them on buses and drive them if you got to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can. There's a then there's a rivalry of if you're say an Iowa State person, and you're an Iowa State person could be working right next to a Nebraska person, Missouri and Kansas, Kansas State. Like when I was first coming out of, I mean that there was people from those universities. And that yeah. college rivalry was still going and they just, you know, it, it's kind of gone away. And so that's why, I, that's why I'd say, look, let's just go to premier league because when you've got the, you know, nothing says big 10 football to me, like a university of Southern California, UCLA matchup. Like, yeah, exactly. Can't wait to see USC at Penn state. I mean, the rivalry of, you know, Notre Dame. It's always been an independent. Notre Dame went to USC. Do you do you know how they started that that series? Do you know why they started the USC series? Newt Rockney's wife wanted to go shopping on Rodeo Drive, <laughs> so they booked they booked game. Why not at USC? Uh, so every other year she got to take a, a shopping trip. Um, phenomenal, exactly. Good weather during the yeah. winter time. You know, I mean that's genius of her. Indiana is terrible. Yeah. Well, you know, and sneaking up on people is uh, Kansas State. You yeah. know, they're, they're always they're always just kind of like laying in, you know, like they woodshedded a couple pretty decent teams from last year. I think we've seen that TCU is not the uh I think oh, we yeah, saw sure. that TCU is not the team that they were last year. Um, you know, maybe gave some uh, speaking of Colorado, maybe gave some false hope that Colorado was actually good. Um, and I like Dion and I like what he's That's doing. Fine, they're fine. And I love the uh I love the energy that he brings and, um, you know, all that stuff. But, um, you know, I think we, we may have jumped on that Colorado is good bandwagon after they, they beat TCU, um, right. early, but, um, you know, Kansas state's making some noise. Um, yeah. And they always do. And I don't know, like, have you been to Manhattan, Kansas? I mean, I've been through Manhattan, Kansas. I just, it's incredible to me that some of these, places are able to still recruit you know and get and i think it's just a level of tradition it's a level of you know like just running a program correctly and they've you know they just keep doing it every year it's it's pretty amazing and so yeah props First to them all, it's it's man happening man happening the little apple the little apple um yeah no i can't i can't imagine wanting to go to college i mean again if you're i guess if i'm a college football player 
I mean, there's a couple of, that's what they do. They get the kids that don't want to go to the big, big schools. They get the farm boys that are, you know, around that are three star or whatever they call them. I don't know all the stars, you know, or whatever. And they coach them up and they're, you know, and they're always good. It's neat that all the, the college teams around here are good, you know, and that's, that's. Well, and maybe the, you know, the highest ranked one is uh, the University of Missouri. Really? Yeah. In the country now. Yeah. So, and they've got, uh, they probably have the biggest matchup this weekend upcoming. Um, you know, and I I think they they may end up going up a little bit, you know, because they won and some others lost, but they go down to Georgia. That's once upon a time. You may recall, he's looking for a soul to steal. I believe, you know, and I think Missouri is going down to Georgia. And they're looking for a soul to steal. And, you know, look, I they think they came Georgia, close last year, right? Like they came close to beating Georgia. I don't think they'll be intimidated. I think that it'll be a close game. You know, this is a big, you know, hurdle for them. But I think on the positive side, like you play them tough, you're not going to go down in any type of rankings or anything, you know, and it's probably a loss that you've maybe already, you know, checked in the loss box anyway, a little bit kind of looking forward, you know, at the beginning of the season. So yeah, that what an exciting time for and, you know and Georgia's drink a witch. Georgia's been on a massive win streak. They're up at 25 now. Wow. Is you that know, 25, cool? 25 straight games, which um, you know, I I mean I had a 25 game winning streak in uh in our softball. And the way yeah. that the way that a win streak, a long win streak loses, here's here's how those get broken. You do everything uncharacteristically. You do everything that you didn't do during the win streak. You know, perhaps you turn the ball over five times. Um, you just make just dumb errors that uh, that, you know, and the other team executes their plan well. You exactly. know, so I mean, Missouri's going to go in there. They're going to have a plan. But if Georgia helps them along the way and turns the ball over five times, oh my gosh, drops of punts. Sure, know. drop drop punts, drop big third downs. Like those yeah. are things that penalties. You, know, you got to watch some penalties on third down. You're getting off the field and you get these holding penalties. You know, you get different things happen. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh any any what is it any given Sunday? Any given say. Sunday, any given Saturday. You know, I mean, hey. you gotta look when the ball is thrown to you. You've got to catch it. That you do got to. I mean, you know, I could see, I could see a situation where, let's say, Missouri gets up on Georgia, right? Georgia's played not great, but Missouri's executed their plan, you know. And oftentimes, you know, like, um, what was it? Uh, our, our guy Herm Edwards, you know, both of us loved Herm for the sound bites. You know, maybe he was a little frustrating as a coach. Uh, you know, Herm would always say, uh, "Hey, the other guys are on scholarship too." Yeah, that's right, man. You know, now, up now they're in the NFL in college now. You know, the guys are getting the other guys are getting paid too. Exactly, they're getting the NIL, right? They're getting those NIL, those NIL deals. But you know, if you if you have a ball that's catchable in the end zone, and you got to step on your uh, on the defensive back, and you get a, a perfectly thrown ball, you got to come down with that, right? Yeah, like, you do. That's how you lose. That, you, you know, like you 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 drop those or. Like, you know, the difference could be is like one team could have like a let's say they're they're down in the red zone mm-hmm. and they throw a, a a they run a great route, get their wide receiver open in the corner, it bounces off his face, yeah. and he manages to drag his foot, get his second foot now, right? Little little thing, right? Got right. his foot down, you know, yeah. close, 
you know, made it closer than it needed to be, but ultimately got got in. All these hypotheticals, man. That yeah, and then hypothetically, you have another team that's got fourth and two, and they throw a they throw a pass. It would have been a great catch, and the guy doesn't track the ball with his eyes. Yeah, I you know. know. Or, or you have a guy standing, um, you know, like, let's say that, you know, Georgia's, they're struggling a little bit. They're just not, you know, you can just tell their energy's off. Um, you know, we kind of saw this in Philadelphia and Washington, right? Division game, familiar opponent. Philly really struggled, and then they kind of clicked there at the end. But, you know, you can easily see where guy might run it an in-curl, right? Quarterback hits him right on the numbers. Comes down, two steps, bang, bang, play, fumble. Fumble. Oh, you know, what about illnesses? You never you never know about yeah. illnesses. I mean, yeah, Georgia's quarterback could be sick, be a step that. slow. You know, you, when the flu, I don't know if you, I'm, you know, the flu's going around. The flu, I've heard that it if is. You've yeah. ever, if you've ever tried to do anything when you have the flu, like you're just kind of just a tick off, right? Like you're just really a are. step slow. And maybe the pocket awareness that you should have, like inside the red zone. Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard loss of pocket awareness is one of the main, um, you know, it's a huge side effect. Side effect of flu. It's a huge yeah, side like you're dehydrated. Um, you've lost of energy, loss of pocket, you know, awareness is something that you've got to be. And usually it doesn't matter for me and you, you know, like we're not in the pocket a ton, you know, like we're not, but for, for some quarter, you know, for a quarterback, that's tough. Well, you know, I th- I think that, you know, just in general, like, you know, the, the flu is like a great equalizer. Oh, my gosh. I uh-huh. mean, you've never heard of anybody, you know, ever in sports history play, you know, really well with the flu. I mean, you've never really heard that happen. Or Well, not not with the flu. Now, there's been food poisoning games. <laughs> there's never been a flu game. No, no, exactly. That was, see, that was misnomered. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, I mean, long and the short of it is, is like, you know, I think Missouri can go down. They played Georgia tough. I don't think there's a lot of people expecting them to beat Georgia. Georgia's the best team in the the league. And playing house well, money. You know, I mean, I think a lot of times that, you know, when you've had that success, that um, I, I, I just think that when you've had that success, that you you really should just throw the records out um, because anytime you're playing a familiar opponent, yeah. um, you know, the difference between the first couple. Like first and 14th at this level, it's really not like this isn't little league where there's one team that's just got all the all the talent and they're so much better than everybody else. And, you know, the other kids are out there just picking dandelions like, I mean, you have to you have to go out and execute. And if Georgia doesn't go out and execute, if Georgia does not go out and play to their potential, Missouri can win that game. Oh. You know, Georgia can go out and make some mistakes and Missouri can can stay in it and and they can win. And, you know, and the thing is, is like, I think that the natural thing would be to, oh, look how bad we played. But, you know, oftentimes look how bad we played is because the other team just played better. They showed up with more energy. They showed Sorry. up with more effort. They showed up prepared better. Um, you know, and so if Missouri is plays with more energy, plays with more passion, plays with more um you know, preparedness and together and, you know, knocks the ball away and, you know, the, they could really shake it off, man. They could shake it off. They could, they could, they could a hundred percent, you know, I mean, but you know, I'd love to see Missouri and Georgia create this rivalry, you know, get a little bad blood in there, man. You know, that's what's missing is bad blood. Cause when one team is so dominant for so long, 
it's really hard to have that bad blood. But then you remember when you lose that team, like, oh, I hate losing, like, I hate losing to Missouri. Yeah. Exactly. We've beaten them so often that you forget how much you hate losing to the, if I'm a Georgia fan and I end up losing to Missouri, I just forget, man, I just got to hate losing to Missouri. So anyway, bud, well, Hey, um, I know you got some car work you got to do. Oh man. Um, I think I got through my list of uh, touching on regional football for the, uh, for the week. Uh, wanted to do a new thing um called this uh the good brother of the week and just really want to shout out a uh just shout out one of our friends or you know somebody that we came across that uh you know maybe had a good week um you know maybe uh maybe got some good news and um you know or is just straight up just a good brother that uh that we appreciate and um so i'm going to throw it out with um start with great friend of the show at live in the dream um yes. Got some good news in his personal life. He's been crushing it at work. Um, you know, me, me and him and the other group was uh, was pulling chains. Um, you know, really, really high level. Um, you know, so uh, at living the dream is my good brother of the week for the great week that he had. Um, my gosh. You know, my guy's been needing some good news. He's been needing some stuff to lift his spirits, and you know, he got that this weekend. His football team won. You know he's a Bronco. He's a Broncos fan. I don't know Broncos if you know. fan. I've yeah. on a two game winning streak. Um, yeah, so they they had a rough start to the year, you know, and then and then they've uh, they've come around and uh, you know so they they look like they might be able to make some noise um, as the as the season progresses. So uh, at living the dream is my uh, my good brother of the week. Man, what well deserved. Um, so, so again, glad to hear that things are on the come up for our guy and yeah, so go, I guess go, go Broncos. Is that, yeah, go, go Broncos for today only. We'll, we'll say yes. And, but, and, you know, beyond that, yes, all the, all deserved though, that good news. Cause a good brother, a definition of a good brother there. So. Solid brother rating of a 10 out of 10. 10, 10 out of 10, 10 or not a, he's on a, a 13, 17, 16 game winning streak of being a good brother. That's all I know. Well, it's a one-week winning streak for him. He's on a one-week good brother streak. Uh, okay. Well, you never know. I mean, we haven't really set the ground rules here. So next week or, you know, week after could be good brother again. You know, there's no real – nothing that says that couldn't be the case. So I think we're trying to keep the good brother to, you know, just weekly. But, you know, oh, you never know. He well, might come man. up huge this week. Sometimes have- just you be – right, exactly. Sometimes you can be such a, an amazing brother that there's just nothing you can do but go. You know, some people – you try not to give the MVP, right, to the same guy every year, but the guy's just the best. Yeah, the, guy, the best. The guy deserves it. You know, it's – yeah, it's – you know, we need to not normalize greatness because I don't believe Shaq ever won league MVP. Like, I, I need to look that up before. Uh, but it's that, right. But it's great crazy. Point. So, all right, man. Hey, let's get out of here. Get to your uh, get your auto work. Yes. I need to get back to work, work. So, uh, good good stuff as always, man. All right. Talk all right. To Talk to you later. Next week we'll be in uh, what later hosens and uh, yeah, drinking uh, <laughs> drinking we the Deutschland in Deutschland. Yeah, that's amazing. Fo- going back to football again. It's amazing. All right, buddy. Talk soon. Alrighty. Bye.